0: They know how to make you smile You're already here, why don't you stay a while? Get back, relax you freaks They're playing all the tricks and taking all of the treats Grab a whiskey and hang on tight Smoke that bong with all your might They write books, but that ain't all One's short and smooth and one is hairy and tall There's vital social issues
1: and stuff with Chris and John Wayne
0: They argue about
1: everything and then drive each other so insane Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne It's Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne
0: Best buds talking book of the week And all the horror stuff that they think is neat Hanging loose doing ridiculous reads Not cause we deserve it cause it's what we need vital social issues and stuff with Chris and
1: John Wayne. They argue about everything and drive each other so insane. Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's vital social issues and stuff
2: with Chris and John Wayne.
0: Welcome to Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne Holy cow, I'm John Wayne, you know that With me as always is Christopher Triana Christopher, hello Hey, hey, hey Hey, what's happening What's out happening, there on TV land? Oh, yeah. you know me Just uh, hanging myself up by hooks on my ears Keeping yep. it up, you know
1: Yep, hanging around the Hot Topic
0: yeah, just I gotta get that studded belt for back to school, dude. You know, yeah. I mean I'm trying to yeah. get ready. Yeah. Uh and I think uh, you know, speaking of trying to get ready, um, we're trying to get ready for Halloween, which is coming up very soon and uh coming on uh very soon. Mm. And to do that, we've brought on a special guest this this week to help us kind of ease like the lubed sensation of Halloween into the whole that is us, if you will. Gross. Um And his <laughs> and he is uh, not only a good friend of, uh, of ours, um, also a very talented author out there. He has been uh, around up, down. He is uh, he has served for your country. He served for your nightmare country. He also dug a hole to China and back. He's the author of Billy Soros and of something <laughs> Billy <Jesus> and, Christ. <laughs> and the Clonosaurus. I told you,
1: didn't I tell you he'd fuck it up? Didn't I Billy
0: and it? the Clonosaurus and and his new book he's here to talk about Broken Down Heroes of the Western Night or BD Town, as I like to call it. Stephen Kazanowski is here. Koz, what's up, man? Woo!
1: Hey guys. Woo, 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 woo. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for Thanks. being here.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, we'll see you guys next time.
1: <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Good show. Good show.
0: Chris, I, well, I've been on the road uh, for like quite a while. I'm pretty mm-hmm. pretty uh I have no idea what's going on anymore, but i am drinking oh. this beer called Dab that these people gave to me before I left um, uh, Maryland. Have you heard of this beer before? Dab?
1: Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? No. <laughs>
0: you, you live in the north. You guys live up there in that area. Is this yeah, a beer? I, I, don't,
1: I don't drink beer anymore, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't really George, drink a lot of beer.
0: Dortmunder Export, the original style from Germany, which, as we were speaking of earlier, Germany's a land of chocolate, is it not?
3: It is now yes. ah, the land of chocolate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's got even um, like soccer people on the back of it.
3: Where'd you say you got it? Baltimore?
0: Yeah. these pe- The people next to me were leaving and they're like, we don't want to take our beer. You wouldn't want to take these beers with you. And I was like, you guys have been hanging out with me all weekend. Of course, I want to take your beers with you. Yeah. Um, the, so I the only did. thing
3: I know from Baltimore is Natty Bo.
0: Oh, I, mean, I, know, did. The cheap I, did. I had some of those um okay. uh, me and this dude nate shouts out nate um mr fang and the dark tones he plays he's a drummer in that band so we were in my hotel room like till three like drinking those natty whatever you call them yeah. nat boy, natty boy boys or whatever natty bow yeah daddy bow and playing like country music and stuff until we broke until i broke my strings it was awesome
3: mm. have, have you ever had us potato chips
0: yeah oh yeah i have them in my
1: cabinet right now
3: See, I think the Natty Bo lady and the Uts guy are, it's like, a, together. Or, I think I, or if they're both guys, I think maybe they're on well, the
1: DL no, the, or something. The, but, no, the, the Uts is a girl. like a, little a lady. girl. Oh, that's so, it.
0: Utz is a lady a bow and Natty Bo is the guy, yeah. Yeah, because it says, oh boy, like, on the side. And it's a little, like, a, his cartoon head or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I was really taken with this beer and this can, as you can tell. So
1: Yeah, yeah I can it, see.
0: Yeah, well, you can't see. Yeah, it was pretty yes. good. Cool. Anyway, good. those dab beer. I don't know. I'm drinking this right now. Yeah. All yeah.
1: right. I'm drinking the typical Evan Williams and soda. And uh, Kaz, are you drinking your Old Crow? Uh,
3: I'll pretend like I am because Old Crow is the finest whiskey made.
0: Jesus, dude. Old Crow is far
1: better than Evan Williams.
0: One mm. step above biting cock whiskey. Whoa,
1: whoa. Yeah, take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, actually I don't care it's what seems when
3: Dr. James Crow invented single map <laughs> single mm. whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just
1: I just buy what's like the whiskey that's cheapest that doesn't make me sick. You know, like so it's like Evan Williams is right the right on the threshold there. It's not totally terrible. Not quite
3: but, Heaven Hill, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not bullet, you know, but it's also not uh, you know, moonshine or some shit, you know. Yeah. So
0: Mm. moonshine is like you know been put out there in the mainstream markets lately and if you've ever had like real moonshine from like your uncle that brings it to you from like the woods because his motorcycle Mm -hmm. buddies made it and then you drink this moonshine that you buy in a in a gas station you're like what the fuck is this because no, that yeah, moonshine... it's, it's very
1: light it's very light moonshine like the stuff that you can get legally um but no i lived in north carolina for six, six years i know real moonshine i've oh. had real moonshine yeah
0: it's awful it's like oh it's, it is like pure gasoline or it's yeah it's like, yeah
1: it's, it's brutal yeah
0: oh, it's man. brutal
1: yeah but actually uh like in north carolina it's a big thing uh like the the running the illegal moonshine and they've actually perfected it uh with like with different flavors and stuff like i could get pumpkin moonshine apple moonshine all this different stuff uh from a guy i knew who just like sold it out of his van and some of it was really tasty and really good but yeah you've got to be careful with those because being so sweet you don't realize how fucked up you're getting you get fucked up real hard real fast fast. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah whoa
3: Do they just not? Did they just not get word in North Carolina yet that prohibition ended, or what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, no, this this moonshine is still no, but no, this type of moonshine is illegal because it's like not regulated at all. It's just these hillbillies just yeah, yeah. these, These hillbillies are just making it themselves, and it's much stronger than any legal alcohol. So, you know, that's why they treat it like it's prohibition, and they sell it out of their pickup trucks and. You know, outrun boss hog and whatever the yeah. else the fuck
3: they do. Generally. <laughs>
1: right. Fuck right. yes, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. but anyway, uh, uh, I think we need to start getting into our topics before we ramble on too much, right? Well, I mean,
2: Ram I get guess. Ramble on. on. I don't the know. That's simple Zip blue with rules. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, good, Fox good,
2: and fairies.
1: good old good old Zeppelin the biggest thieves of American black music who ever walked the earth yeah so, but they uh, sure do rip mm, yeah well yeah they just were absolute thieves not just uh, playing homage but literally stealing songs from black blues musicians and giving them no credit but anyway well, that's a whole other show
0: uh, it really could be a whole other show because I could. mean, it's uh, next not, week it's well, everybody John
2: Wayne.
1: yes <laughs> <clears throat> I'm, I'm a huge fan of um uh, uh blues music particularly like delta blues music and uh i used to like led zeppelin but then when i heard all these songs i was like oh okay they stole absolutely everything except for the couple of things they stole from tolkien uh but anywho Is uh that's
3: why you wrote that book about gone to drown in the river man thing
1: yes thank you for screwing it up on purpose but yeah gone guns to the river man has a lot to do with uh with uh delta blues music and i'm writing a a new book right now that has to do with um uh, blues music (laughs) so uh not a sequel to riverman not related uh but has a lot to do with it so so suck on that turd ferguson rest in peace norm mcdonald oh yeah i love that guy um all right so i think that brings us into our first topic, even though that's not a logical segue at all. Uh, but our works first for topic, me. Thank you. I'm glad. First topic, of course, yeah. is book of the week.
2: <laughs>
0: book.
1: book. And, Stephen, you must sit perfectly still. Only we may dance.
0: Only we may dance, yes. <laughs> I didn't
1: do it. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. Is God. this what
0: passes for entertainment these days?
1: <laughs> this is the problem, folks, when you get three hardcore Simpsons fans together, we could just descent into Simpson quote madness. Uh, all right, book of the week this week, of course, we have mm-hmm. the great Stephen Kazanovsky here. Uh, and he is the author of Slash Viver, Billy and the Clonosaurus, and a book that I still have trouble pronouncing. What is it? Hema. The Hematophages. The Hematophages. He-Man
0: okay. and the Masters of the Universe is how you pronounce it. I yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> written, written by Steve Orr. Um, <laughs> with Orko. With with Orko. Uh, Orko. His most recent book, which we're going to talk about, is Broken Down Heroes, uh, out now. Broken Down Heroes of the Western Night. Oh, okay, so it's <laughs> even longer title. Uh, but we're just uh, we're calling it Broken Down Heroes, uh, just to save time. Uh, but uh, Broken Down Heroes of the Western Night. Uh, Stephen, tell us a little bit about this book. Uh, tell us how the story came about, how it formed in your head
3: yeah um this is a kind of a strange one and it's funny that we're doing this in the halloween episode because this is my great departure um no this hard. is the pre
0: pre-come halloween episode dude so you're oh. you're right you're, it's right in your wheelhouse don't worry dude. okay you're right
1: there okay don't 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 don't, in, don't interrupt
0: <laughs> he's talking about his book dude shut <clears throat> up. i'm gonna interrupt even more yeah great <laughs> go ahead steve
3: um Yeah, so I was in the Army from uh, 04 to 08. I mean, I was in ROTC before that, but basically 04 to 08. And, uh, you know, during that period, uh, well, you know, this year we just ended the Afghanistan War after 20 years. Iraq War ended in 2011, but at that time frame, like 2006, 2007, um, they basically told us, like, hey, guys, as soon as you graduate college, get ready to go over there, and you're going to get your... You're gonna get your platoon, and you're gonna end up in Kabul or um, Baghdad, one or the other. So just be prepared. Jesus. So um, I went to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, um, which our good friend uh, Wiley Young has, you know, written about. And uh, I, you know, I lived down there um, for a while training. And when I got done, I was like, "Okay, time to go to Baghdad. Time to go to Kabul. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it." And they're like, "Nope." you're going to stay here in Fort Sill. I'm like, okay, all right, maybe next year, maybe next year. And for the longest time, you know, every, every unit that was over in the war and terror, you know, that was where all of the support was. That was where all of the money, the people, the equipment and everything was over there. So if you were stuck back in the States, they were having you like, clean the baseball diamonds on base and you know dust off the books on the um library shelf and just this nonsense kind of work and they put me on funeral detail so the weird thing about being a brand new second lieutenant uh like i just graduated from college and they're like okay you're an officer now so as a second lieutenant you outrank pretty much everyone in the army like not pretty much just like 75% of people or or something like that is enlisted guys. And when you have a funeral, the person that's handing over the flag to the family, they have to outrank the deceased. Mm-hmm. So a second Lieutenant who's there on funeral duty duty is a really good thing to have because you can go and do 75% of the funerals.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So there was just like this six month, eight month period where I'm just driving from, Town population eight to Little Rock, Arkansas, to Oklahoma City to Tulsa, just doing funeral day after day after day after day. Oh, for
1: Christ's sake, that sounds awful. It God, it just... was something. It was it was
3: strange. And yeah. um when I wrote this novel, um, I wanted to, I'm like, I've never seen anybody write about this. It's a very strange, it's a very uh dark and um kind of grim thing to write about yeah definitely a, there's also a lot of funny shit like we had the <laughs> directors
1: i swear nothing's more hilarious than falling yeah. soldiers <laughs>
3: well, no no it's it's not that i mean there were fights there were times yeah. when like the family was fighting each other who would get the flag um yeah. there were times and again this is nowheresville oklahoma a lot of times where like the undertaker wouldn't know where the cemetery was. And we'd go hiking for a mile because like our maps were from like the 1980s. And we'd be like, there's supposed to be a graveyard over here somewhere. And we just have to go traipsing in our full dress uniforms through like some guy's farm. And it it was just very, uh, it's gallows humor, but it was a very funny. If you can get into that right frame of mind, there's a lot about it. That was funny.
1: Well, I think when, when it comes to something like, you know, like funerals and everything, I think it's, you know, because I've been to a lot of them, including like, you know, my parents and like people close to me. I, I think like that, like escaping into some kind of humor, trying to find any kind of humor in it uh, or not, maybe in the death itself, of course, but just in, in, in little things around it helps relieve some of that despair that just weighs down on you. Uh, so I think it's kind of like a natural human reaction. Uh, you know, to, to, and like, I could only imagine if you're just like funeral after funeral, after funeral, you kind of have to find some kind of comedy and you have to find some kind of release. Otherwise you're just going to want to fucking have a funeral of your own, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it really was. So it's, it's a strange book. And
1: uh, so let me, let let me just ask you, um, so is the book, entirely based off of your experiences or is there like a, a fiction element to it as uh you know because you you said something about halloween and so is there like a supernatural element to this or anything no no, no? there's
3: there's no supernatural element there's no science fiction element that's why i want I, I had this debate going back and forth and john wayne was at a couple of conventions i was at where i was mm. literally asking everybody i knew whether they used a pen name or not like do I do this as
2: myself,
1: the right. out of guy? I I don't know. And Because um, it's such a different, yeah, different, it's, a different tone, different uh, genre. Than yeah, you're it's, known it's for. a whole
3: other animal. Yeah, yeah. But um, to answer your question, it is largely fictional. Because a lot of it, too, is stories that I've heard. Some of it is stuff that's happened to me. Some mm-hmm. of it is stories that I've heard third-hand from a third-hand guy, which that's a big part of army life. I mean, yeah. I don't know if people know that, but a lot of army life is hearing about some guy that probably didn't exist, that did something that probably didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, a so lot it's like of it is, Ar-
1: army urban legends. Yeah. Yes,
3: yeah. yes. A lot of it is army urban legends. Some of it is stuff that happened directly to me, but... I, I can't even call it like a um, romana clef or autofiction or something. It's it's
2: it's fiction. It's yeah. fictional. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very good. Um, so, what what kind of what kind of genre would you classify it as? I guess like drama with a little bit of comedy mixed in.
3: I would i would call it um a satire or humor mm. um I, this was okay yeah this was another thing that i really thought well, with the about a title
1: like with a title like broken down heroes of the western night with a uh, like a marine on the cover uh, that doesn't necessarily make you think comedy uh so it's just you know it's so it's something that uh, i think uh It'd be good for you to uh, you know elaborate on you know for potential sure. readers, yeah.
3: Um, like the closest thing, I, and this was part of the problem that I have was, uh, do I call it military fiction? Because military fiction people are very much like, oh, I'm thinking of Tom Clancy. I'm thinking of like, right, right. Oh, this, this is how you use this gun, and this is how many miles it's gonna shoot and kill that guy. Right. And I'm like, yeah. it, it's it's not like that. I tried to make it very welcoming where. Yeah, there is some jargon and stuff, but I'm I'm going to welcome you in. I'm going I'm going to try and let you in on the joke, and I'm going to try and right, lead right. you by the hand. And these guys are not going; they're not necessarily going to talk down to you, but they're going to explain the joke to you so that you're right. in a place where you can understand it. Yeah, so but there's I, no
1: like there's no like big mission in the book or anything like that. Right? It's, it's what they're, you're yeah,
3: they're uh, it, it's all about the story. It's it's kind of my homage to the storytelling. Um, nature of the military which was always something that i loved like you you would always just we'd be sitting around doing something like cleaning weapons or some bullshit and somebody would start telling a story about a time they were in korea that again probably didn't happen mm-hmm. you know probably never happened
1: <laughs> how old are these soldiers that you're like in platoon with korea <laughs> fuck well, we're still in korea there's a lot of guys that go to Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, of, of course. I, I thought you meant, like, the Korean. Oh, no, it's not the yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, of course, we're everywhere. We're the fucking yeah. U.S. Like, we own yeah. everything in our minds. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm sorry, you were saying, like, you know, they, they tell these stories that may, probably didn't even happen.
3: Yeah. And some of it's almost like the um, fairy tale tradition, where it's like, I'm telling you this nonsense story so you know not to do that in the future. Right. And some of it's just to bust a gut. and uh, It's like some parables. Of it, yeah, yeah, some of it's yeah, parables. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's like oh, you can learn a lesson from this story. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and that's a tradition I haven't seen a ton of. I guess I'll find out whether anybody's interested in it or not. Because like I said, I'm like, I can't call it military fiction because those guys kind of all have a hard-on for a certain, like, you know description of technology and kind of stuff right. like no, it's not that it's not that but it's also not like a i don't know it's not a
1: political book and it's right know. right yeah okay so it doesn't have like a political angle to it
3: no it's it's about the soldiers
1: yeah. i mean i guess
3: if you wanted to look for one like i was trying to well yeah away. you
1: could find a political yeah anything if you're looking for it yeah
3: i was trying to stay away from that whole mash like God damn it, I killed the chicken, but the chicken was really a baby.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, where it switches from modeling yeah. to comedy back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, yeah it's uh, it, it, it's it's funny because, like, your, your stuff definitely runs the gamut from uh, sci-fi horror to extreme horror to horror that has a little bit of comedy to it, and... This doesn't necessarily feel like or or seem like horror uh, in in any way. It seems more very down-to-earth and dealing with uh, some stuff that was personal to you, uh, but also looking at it with a little bit of uh, gallows humor, like you said.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Um, I'm worried who the audience is, and I'm worried if my audience is going to be accepting of it, and I don't know, but... I'm like, at a certain point, you just got to say, well, if they like my voice, maybe they'll like this. Um, yeah,
2: you
1: know. yeah. Well, I think that's great. I really like it when an author kind of explores different genres like that. Um, I think it's too easy to get uh, pigeonholed or or like you know, into a corner with like, OK, you're an extreme horror writer. And that's all you are. I think it's good to um, particularly when it's, you know, um, You know, I mean, it's not necessarily early in your career, but uh, where you still I I, I mean, when you're in a place where you still have the room to do that without completely alienating your fan base, you know what I mean?
3: I do. I do. And that's kind of what we were talking about, where it's like if you're, I don't know, James Patterson or or the Jack Reacher guy, or is that the same guy? I don't know where they're like, (laughs) nope, I just, nope, I don't want it. No new stuff. Play the old hits. Yeah, Get yeah. to the middle of taking care of business. Taking
1: care of business now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't want to get into that corner. Yeah, like, you know, you get um, – uh, what's the fucking guy who wrote the firm? Was that – that's not Patterson. Oh, Grisham. Man. Grisham. You get into yeah. the John Grisham thing. Like, no one picks up a John Grisham book and expects it to be Breakfast of Champions or something. They, they right. want a lawyer book. They want – courtroom drama tom clancy they want over technical jargon where it's like 50 pages of how a fucking jet works you know um you know so like but but like you know then you take someone like king uh you know who has written dramas and has written you know stuff that isn't necessarily conventional horror um and so i i think it's i think it's a good thing when when people do that but yeah if you're not careful you can get like cornered by your own readers uh john wayne would you you want to keep it down a little bit over there
0: i'm just trying not to interrupt
1: (laughs) i was joking you were you you interrupted at the very start of him talking
3: (laughs) that's right you told him not to interrupt i did that was some willful shit right
1: there yeah that was yeah that was intense yeah um well i i think it's no further questions no further questions your honor (laughs)
0: i actually talked in depth with uh about this on my um awesome dude for life podcast okay on my patreon so if anybody wants to hear that you can you can check that out but uh yeah i'm really excited about this book we talked about it a lot at the one of the conventions uh scares that care one night and um it's i think it's a a very cool concept knowing some some other guys that are really close to me who are in the military have been in combat and have all kinds of stories and and hearing about that and experiencing their just the ptsd and the stuff and i I don't think that our our government does enough for our veterans and i mean we've talked a lot about this and i think this book is going to be very cool um i i'm gonna read it uh now i mean i I, i'm just fucking around with with the title and stuff and having Mm -hmm. a good time at the beginning but i think this is going to be a really important work in your uh in your body um steve Stephen Cos and whatever I can call you, and I'm ex- and I'm excited for you, and I'm excited for it, and I and I'm glad that you used your real name. I don't think you should have used a pseudonym for it.
3: Right, right. Well, thank you. That's good to hear. You know, you should think about uh, narrating this one, John Wayne. Have you ever? You know what? I I did have.
0: I hadn't. I was. I'm glad you brought it up because I've been meaning to ask you. I know I've been missing all the messages and and shit, and we had we talked about it offline. I I need to i'm i I know i'm trying to play i'm trying to big league you and say offer only but no i'll i'll find the audition and uh click on
2: it
3: <laughs> yeah i uh yeah I, you know now that you say that I, I sort of hope that this does um kind of find a home with the vets out there um you know because it's kind of like what we talked about like you probably won't understand a lot of this stuff if you're not a vet. I'm like, I kind of tried to hold your hand for you, but I've also had a couple of guys, even just since it's been released, you know, a week or two ago who have been like, yeah, I recognize that. Like I had a guy today on Twitter that was like, I got in trouble because of my socks once. And I'm like, yeah, we all fucking got in trouble for wearing the wrong socks. Like it, that's, you know, civilians don't know about that shit, but that's
1: all the time. Wrong socks. Fuck.
0: Right. Yeah, my so friend Oscar would tell me yeah. about how the uniform, like, they would call you out, like, immediately, like, on your uniform shit. Right so,
3: you picture this, you only have so many socks, right? And you can only do laundry so
1: often, especially right. if you're in Iraq or something. Yeah, right. So You gotta like, fucking beat that shit on a rock. You know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, you you have to wear white socks with your physical fitness uniform. But in the winter, you have long pants, right? So if you're out of white socks, you just put on the black socks and you're like, oh, well, the, the long pants will cover my shame until somebody <laughs> notices. And just shit like that just happens all the time.
0: Yeah. God. And were you coming in a lot of those white socks and that's why you couldn't turn them inside out to wear them again? Or what was that? About?
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a fair point.
0: Sure. Yeah. No. Sure. Because so, it, oh. it definitely shows in the black socks if you come in. Those. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of masturbation downrange. One of one of my uh some of my guys that were near Fallujah, um they actually had a what do they call it, a, a wank shed or something? Oh, Jesus,
1: it's, a wank shed, that sounds awful. Yeah,
3: so like they set up one of the tents, and it was partially for everyone's amusement, but it was just like, you know, there's nowhere to jerk off. So they set up this <laughs> shed and put a bunch of maxims in it and shit. And maxims then, well, we're talking about, like, 2007, 2008,
1: right? Right, right yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: and, yeah. Uh, well, then that's all we could get over there. Yeah, you couldn't even have Hornos. You had your there. Maxim, right. you had your Stuff, and you had your King. And King was kind of like the black Maxim. Nice. Um, and Go Stuff off, was king. just kind of like the British Maxim, I guess. Yeah. But that was all you could get.
0: Yeah.
3: And uh, yeah, but then they would laugh. Like, kind of
0: American stuffed,
3: I think. But, yeah. Or, that's, actually, I think that's literally correct. But, um, yeah, then they would all laugh when somebody had to go do the walk of shame. And they be like, oh, he's going to the wank shed. Yeah.
0: God, I can't imagine. <laughs> just, I would be, I would proudly go to the wank shed. I would announce it if you were asleep. Just, just to, just so you knew. I think uh-huh. it would be more unsettling to, to let everyone know that you're going to jerk off than to have them, like, call you out for jerking off. Mm. And I'm That's, for that. Yeah. That would be a real
3: power move right there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they call that the communale yeah they, 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 it, they do they do yeah. in, Af- in afghanistan it's it's yeah. called the uh, uh uh you know i do you guys ever listen to uh reggaeton do you have that like where you guys are from
1: i have never heard of that it,
0: it reggaeton's like a latin type of music um that's all like dancing and shit like that and it's I all, think, all
1: i think we call that salsa no, it's,
0: it's, yeah, no, this is called reggaeton. <laughs> this is, is what specific. you eat with it. Ah, that. uh, that's true. That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> but, you know, my last name is Ali, And like we ran into people in Atlanta and they're like, how do you say it? What is it? it sounds like a, a reggaeton song. So like we were all going like, It's funny. I fucking, you guys don't even know what reggaeton is. So it doesn't matter.
3: No, that joke went over like a Led Zeppelin.
0: Yeah, it was more it's just a, it a was more back. just a story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Cool story it, in the biz. We call that. You're
0: the one that said my last name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Well, I think since we're talking about comunali, it's fi- finally mm-hmm. time for to to speak. Um, and that brings us to our next segment. Which is, of course, ridiculous reads.
0: Ridiculous reads. This is on me today, folks. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> been a long time coming. I feel. Uh, before I talked to Chris about this when I was uh, when I was in Tennessee in knoxville uh our friend ryan harding visited us uh myself and nick p in our hotel room whatever mark it down 32 minutes um and he suggested a very cool bookstore that we go visit that was close to our motel uh called mckay's so we swung through there to kill some time and oh man this place was a treasure trove of amazing things Mm -hmm. um it was kind of like a like a Garbage shop and that it it had like odds and ends of electronics and like just bullshit guitars and stuff like that. But it, but it was mainly like books, DVDs, that kind of shit. The television and movie section was, you know, do you guys remember in Ducktales when Scrooge McDuck would dive into like a his his like vault Could've of money, coins? money, no, yeah, and he just no. swim through it and then he'd like spit out coins. It was like that for ridiculous reads. Um, that's basically what this section was like. So I did call the section uh, somewhat uh, of some good things to take with me, and and one of the things that I found there um, is a, a little thing that is called uh, "Quantum Leap," the novel. Wow! So that's
3: fantastic.
0: So, Quantum Leap, oh, uh, for God. those of you who don't oh, know... Oh, wh-
3: get me out of here!
0: Okay, so before we all whip oh, out our boy. Ziggies, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so, this is uh, based on a television show that was happening in the...
3: I, uh, like, it started in the early 90s. Early Early 90s, early, 90s, early 90s yeah. Uh,
0: about a scientist who is engaged in an experiment where he is jumping through time into different people's bodies through history... And having to do something to alter history with that particular person in order to move on to the next leap, which will hopefully bring him one leap closer to home, yeah. which, which is what they fi- they fucked up when they sent him out once they couldn't bring him right back. They had he has to leap through all this fucking shit before he can hopefully get back to his time and his people and his family. But all the while he is helping and he's doing and this is like you want to talk about revisionist history if you watch like Quentin Tarantino movies this is like where this shit the first time you ever saw this stuff with like mm-hmm. you know Lee Harvey Oswald was like a, he le- he leapt into that guy he leapt into so many famous people and it was an amazing show and i loved it
1: really i don't remember him doing like actual famous people did, did was that oh
0: yes dude i, I well, believe that was Joyce just... brothers he leapt in oh, i'm pretty sure he, he did a I Robert Johnson episode that. as well, dude. With you ta- no talking shit. about Delta Blues earlier, yeah, really? man. He yeah. he leapt into I mean, a man, lot of historical figures. I
1: definitely watched Quantum Leap a, a good amount back in the day, but it's been a very long time. I, I, and like I, I was legitimately asking that. I wasn't trying to challenge you. I was, no, I know. Like, oh, I know. Shit. I'm just
0: yeah. no. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, he. Yeah. Like uh, and like the first time he leapt into a woman, I remember like. Oh my god! I can't wait till next fucking Thursday when this yeah. fucking shit comes up. You know, I mean, like it was. Well, yeah, because uh, you get to see Scott Bakula in drag, which is super, I love super sexy. Either yeah. way, no, but yeah. it was just like I can't <laughs> believe they did that. He's a woman. What's he gonna do? You know, yeah, and like yeah, it was sure. It, I mean, watching this show in in the way that we had to digest shows back then, it was yeah, just You great.
1: literally you would have to wait. There was no binge watching. You'd have to wait till the next week, and they always ended it showing you. That cliff. brief clip of like where he went next and what you were yes. ready for, and he would always say, "Oh boy, oh boy." He'd look in the boy. mirror and he would be, you oh know, a, a woman, or he'd be black, or he'd be uh, handicapped, mentally challenged, whatever, and he'd go, "Oh boy."
0: Sometimes yeah. he'd be a normal person. Uh, like one time, like one of my no, favorites he, was no, he, was... he
1: would, but like usually that's where like the oh boy really had its like intensity. Where'd be like, oh boy, I'm a woman, you know oh boy yeah.
0: i'm a I'm a ten year old boy, boy yeah, oh, oh boy, yeah. I'm a boy. boy. Oh boy, I'm a boy. I remember yeah. one of my favorites where he he the the teaser is he leaps and he like looks down. he's like uh out in front of him. he's on stage, and there's like a huge crowd of like, yeah, like people. And right. he looks down and he's holding a guitar. and he's like, Oh boy. Oh
1: man, that would be so crazy scary. I would be so terrified yeah. if that yeah, happened. Yeah, that's to me. that's true. There were these like yeah, there was definitely these moments where it wasn't what like what type of person he was, it was the situation where he's in, like he'd be holding a guitar or a gun or something. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah.
0: like the Matrix where he could download like into his mind, like, I play the guitar now. He didn't know how to no, fucking no. play the guitar. He had to no, figure no. his it, way out of these was... situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was always very, very cool. Uh, one of my favorite shows. So it turns out that not only is this is the this is the flagship uh, <laughs> of the series, you will, that one that launched a thousand ships. There is a there are so many of these books of Quantum Leap books. The series spans wow. forever. I mean, it does, yeah. there's so many of these, but I, I got I wanted to get this one. This is the the, the first one. Um, it's so Quantum is Leap. this uh,
3: hey, uh, uh, we, how do we get this gig? Is this still ongoing?
0: these are, are things i want to do this? i'm telling yeah. you like this is something we should do is write these kind of things like with freddy or quantum leap or whatever dude we could make or our own like fucking versions of these it there are bad.
1: there are yeah there are still novelizations or sam out,
0: beckett but... leaps into freddy oh shit. oh my god no. No. trademarked yeah. co- pot, patent yeah. pending or patent he pending. or he or
1: he jumps into nancy and has to fight freddy yeah.
0: or fuck hey. freddy
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'd rather... yeah, no. Well, the, 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 into, my idea was better. no. It it was in theory. Yeah, in, yeah. in theory, yeah. if he if he jumped into Freddy, he wouldn't kill anybody. He's a good guy, you know. But if he had to run from Freddy, he'd still get some kills in there. Oh, well, what if uh, he had to kill like
3: uh, Proto Hitler? Like, ah, uh, you know. uh, yes, yes. What if
1: Nancy turned? Oh, out to... Al comes out I was like, oh boy, you got to kill this teenager okay. who's having sex over there, or he's going to be the next Hitler.
0: He, he's going to knife everybody.
1: It's it's let... young Osama Bin Laden.
0: Yeah, and 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 his um, and also yeah. like Al, as you mentioned, like he would he didn't just leap into these things like like what the fuck he had this guy that that would appear from his present time yeah that he lived in, from the from the future where Sam Beckett's like body was as a hologram he would appear and he had this fucking device that he would just like hit on and like tr- 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 talking Ziggy, to like, the computer Ziggy which was yeah. like which was was leaping well, Sam, I think had, like, I, I eight think
3: that... megabits of RAM or something <laughs> right
0: Yep yeah. I
1: think I think most people listening to this podcast know what quantum leap is. I I don't You'd think anyone dude. I don't think anyone in their 20s is listening to this fucking
0: thing, you know. Like Dave shouts out Dave Berdinenadinenis is listening to this show as well okay, as Okay, so
1: Matt. so one one person. Okay. I, I I was just I was don't really
0: underestimate just, the the I thing. Of, I was just I know, joking. I know. I know. I'm it. just. Am I over explaining it? I'm just passionate about it. Like uh, no, no, it's know? fine.
1: I was making a joke about the fact that the only people who would listen to this are old farts like us. You know.
0: And, well, <laughs> even even so, maybe some we're farts around for need Quantum. to be reminded of how good Quantum Leap is, which it is streaming for free with commercials on like Crackle or something. So one of those shits. I don't know because we watched uh uh, Nick and I were watching it, um, random of, episodes. Of oh, my man, uh, 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 Pruitt, Pruitt, Tyler Vince was uh, on uh, Vincent was on one episode. It was awesome. Pruitt shouts out. Anyway, so this is the first novel that launches the whole series. So
1: this is based off of the pilot, which was like a pilot movie. It was like an episode, but it was like an hour like and a half. And it was movie. like, yeah, the, like yeah it, it explains how the whole thing got started. Like with
0: him. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: cool. One small step for man and one quantum leap for mankind. Oh shit! With the back starts off theorizing that a man could time travel within his own lifetime. Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the quantum leap accelerator and vanished. And this is how the show opens, by the way. They keep they show it like the, the the voiceover. Somehow he was transported not only in time, but into someone else's life. And the quantum leap project took on a whole new dimension. Quantum Leap, the novel, an all-new adventure, first time in print. So it is pretty nice to have a first edition. Uh, <laughs> Collectible, I'm sure. And this is by um, also by uh, Ashley McDonald, is the author of this. Mm. And it is, of course, based on the universal television series Quantum Leap, created by Donald P. Bellisario. They let women write books now? Oh, uh, this was the 90s. So. <laughs> this
1: is a great stuff.
0: This is actually put out by Ace, which I uh, think is. I mean, is... we have
1: we have women singers, women motorists. <laughs> women
0: motorists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: I'm
0: cancelled. To...
1: I'm cancelled.
0: Uh, Ace Book isn't Ace like a division of like a uh, Tour, possibly something. I don't know, but anyway.
1: I think it's a hardware store.
0: Ace is. It is the place. place
3: with the helpful
0: friend. For quantum leap, so for
3: quantum
1: leap, yes, <laughs> it is. All right. Let's let's
0: get to it. <laughs> OK, so what I've uh, picked, I've tried to pick a, a good section here at the beginning where, um, you know, a, 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 a Sam has leapt into his first person who actually happens to be a woman. Um, and he is just he's he's been like basically like, whoa, what the fuck is going on until Al shows up? So I've come to where Al uh, has gotten there to help out Sam In his adventure that he is currently uh, involved in, uh, or thrust into. Hey, Sam! Al was shaking the hand link, the mechanical link, to the master computer. A cylinder of ash split off the massive cigar in his other hand. Instead of hitting the ground, it separated from the cigar and vanished. It's because he's a hologram. Mm -hmm. Momentarily lightheaded with relief that Al had finally appeared, Sam ignored him. His gaze still followed the tracks of the killer Diller now, that makes me think of Driller killer. It does. yeah, you know, and and that makes me think of miss forty five. He could hear the chirping of the headlink, a handlink as Al poked at it. He was always poking at that thing and it hit like chirped and shit like mm-hmm. Al could cope with small machinery. He was really better at the administrative end of things, but that was not something you told an engineer. Anybody could do administrative work, engineers claimed. Sam vaguely remembered knowing better, but Al's failures to communicate with a piece of inanimate machinery were comforting somehow. Like a, like a what? A flat plate transceiver that always flickers when you turn it on. You know it's going to work, but there's always that flicker to let you know nothing's perfect. Somebody had said that once. So that's like some weird poll. Like, I guess he's quoting some. Like, they're so far in the future. He's quoting some like weird person who's has an actual quote about these things.
2: Yeah.
0: So that was a flat plate, flat plate transceiver. I hate roller coasters. Al announced evidently winning the battle with the machine. Remind me of flight training. They put you in a in and drop you so many G's you'd black out. Sam, are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Isn't it great? Sam continued to walk, stumbling against a loose plank and barely catching himself against one of the track supports. Did you ever ride a roller coaster, Al? Al snorted. I used to work on one of those things when I was 16. I hated them. Oh, come on, they're terrific. You get up so high and you fall so far. This time, his tone of voice got Sam's attention. He swung around to give Al his full attention. Something was wrong with the handling. Now... Al was hovering about six inches above the ground, and part of his left leg was in an iron strut. Even though Sam knew he was seeing an image, it was still unnerving. There was something to be said for some kind of shimmer in holograms, just so you'd know where they were with them, or more accurately, where they were with you. Did everybody? Did anybody ever say that about the Tupac hologram? Where, where was Tupac's hologram with me?
1: I... I... I don't know.
0: No, I, I don't I, know. I don't we know should look that. into that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, or the Dio hologram. Probably
3: the, probably the same thing. person that said the thing about engineering. That was probably the person that said that about the Tupac. You're, you're right.
1: Yeah. I
0: just like that Sam. It hasn't happened, ex- happened
1: yet. I, I just like that Sam is explaining a, a roller coaster.
0: Well, I think he's on a roller coaster right now while <laughs> while Al is trying to talk to him. Mm. And that's what makes this scene fun. I think. <clears throat> Imagine watching this. On a you know, on a television screen, maybe about twenty inches, color, hmm. pop, maybe possibly nineteen
1: ninety one. I'm sure that's. Exactly and also twenty what inches,
0: inches from front to back and twenty yeah. inches wide, and yeah. Oh yeah, it's so a twenty. It's a box twenty. It's we a call box, it. yeah. Box twenty. Yeah, twenty box. Al's image didn't shimmer at all. He looked present. He was wearing a relatively subdued for Al electric blue suit with wide iridescent purple lapels that caught the multi-hued light from the handlink and gave him the effect of glowing in the dark it was just as well nobody else could see him sam decided and that was something al was known for a very eclectic he always yeah. wore like a uh, blazer Pimp like suits. a suit yeah his jackets uh, were like they'd be shiny and like reflective and he was a shot dressed uh, man
3: was he, 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 he in he the navy like though didn't he sometimes wear his navy uniform
0: I think he was. Uh, he, yeah, he, was, he wore. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, he would wear that one. Well, but he wore that Donald Duck one, yeah. and where where he didn't have the pants and stuff. So when he saluted, like it came up, you could see his balls and the tip of his dick. Nah, that's um, true. Wore that navy outfit. No,
1: he did. He did have some kind of like military outfit that he would wear sometimes. Yeah,
0: because yeah, well, I think Sam did too. They, this was a military operation, was it? Mm-hmm. Was it yeah, not yeah. the quantum yeah. project? So
1: mm, uh, maybe,
0: yeah. I think, I think I'm pretty so. sure because this was I mean, this would be during the time when we would be like go America anyway, so they wouldn't mm-hmm. subvert it in any way. I don't think back in the early 90s. Mm. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, we'll just stop right there because I think it was fun. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking quantum leap, I think quantum leap is great. Mm-hmm. It is streaming if because I know people are listening who have not dipped their toe in the quantum leap stream it is streaming for free out there somewhere just look on like the roku app or whatever Hmm. um or or i'll post it it's worth the watch it's a fun fucking show and these books i'm gonna tell you this people just to foreshadow you haven't seen the last of the quantum leap books on ridiculous reads
1: nice nice very good thank you so much for that John Wayne that is fucking and awesome. That's I think really... Ash
0: I think Ashley McDonnell is who we should really thank for this. Well,
1: yeah. Yes. Well that and her and Jesus. Yeah. And I think the if they're
0: not
3: still putting them out, then we need to write a letter <gasps> start a letter writing campaign to Ace Books.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, a uh-huh. petition
3: which does not exist anymore. I right? sure. <laughs> we start a petition, yes. Get the three of us to reboot them.
0: Oh my God, could you believe and it, it will be like quantum leap
3: in dot 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 into the future
1: whoa or
3: one quantum leap for mankind (laughs) one
0: quantum leap for all man you're giving out the gold right now dude. we have have to have a meeting about this offline our quantum leapness all three
1: of us will write a different one and collectively 10 copies will sell (laughs)
0: Oh, <laughs> like a, it'll be like an it'll NFT.
3: It. It'll be like, oh yeah, there's only ten of these,
0: and i will sell
3: forty thousand dollars. We'll find out some chic in like the UAE or something is like the biggest quantum leap fan, <laughs> right? <in the> <laughs> yes, I will pay ten million dollars yeah. for those s- copies to, just to
1: own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll buy them all, and it will be on the bestseller list. But what people won't know is that only he bought them.
0: Yes. <laughs> There is an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia in one of the more recent uh, seasons that Scott Bakula guests on. I saw I, that. Yeah, did you See that? Yeah, it's yeah, like they, they, a they, janitor. <laughs> yeah, they reference that like, holy shit, Scott Bakula. I think it's the one, where the gang turns black, where they're like, because they're also left in, they're in other bodies. Um, and because it's a whole musical, Man, Scott I, Bakula. I it, yeah. It's based on yeah. The Wiz. It's based on The Wiz. And like Scott Bakula right, sings the right. song. Like, it, yeah. But yeah. they... Because then there's a play because they've also leapt into other bodies and then they run into Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap. And it's very funny.
1: Very good. Well, that's our ridiculous read, ladies and gentlemen. So that brings us into our topic, which is... One, two, three,
2: four!
1: Halloween. Yes, folks, it is October. Halloween. It is October now, so that means Halloween season. Uh, of course, last year John Wayne and I did a whole month of Halloween stuff, but fuck it. It's Halloween again. So we're gonna talk a little bit Halloween. Uh, kind of just like it. getting we're, we're just gonna get into the the whole like season. Fall is here, Halloween is here, and Stephen Kazanowski is here. So let's get into it, gentlemen. Are you excited that Halloween season is here?
0: always i'm
3: so excited i'm pissing my pants
1: oh well you should have you know taken that opportunity for the piss break that we took to go to the bathroom i
0: i i actually think that's a alpha move and i appreciate that you waited through the piss break to sit here and piss your pants in front of us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 he showed us he showed us he was his boss yeah um
3: cool you can consider me miles Davis.
0: (laughs) <laughs> that was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Everyone on the bus. Um, so I'm excited yeah. about Halloween, even though like I I I have like, and Chris, we've talked about this before. Like uh, in a sense, our lives are just Halloweening all the time. Right. Sure. Um. So it's just kind of like that. Oh, they're now. Now you guys are going to celebrate it, huh? We've been doing this all right, all right. year here. You know. Well, yeah,
1: sure. Like we're all horror nuts and everything. So yeah, it's kind of Halloween every day for us as typo negative once said uh but uh like i'm excited for the fall season like it's Mm. getting like at least where i live it's it's you know getting cold uh which is really nice you know like it's been in the 60s during the day and like the leaves are starting to change and i fucking love that it's just my favorite uh time of year uh and of course like you know because i live in the country i i go down to the cider mill uh, near me get the fresh cider and all that uh, you know no, this, uh, this it's yellow, yellow. you got cider. there's the difference between apple juice and apple cider
2: but
3: <laughs> yeah. i
1: if it's clear and yellow you got juice there it's murky and brown you're in cider town yeah, but uh, no, really. I, like it's like ten minutes away from my house to the
0: fucking cider.
1: They're like, no, really? It's like ten <laughs> minutes away from my house. This is fucking New England, man. It's all about the cider mills and the pumpkin farms and all that shit.
0: Oh um, no, No,
1: dude, you go down there, you get the fucking cider straight from the mill. That stuff is fantastic. It wow. cannot compare to the stuff that you get in the store. It's absolutely well, amazing. Yeah, no, like you, know I buy it, and they're like, this was just made today. And it's like, fuck, man, this is great. Um, so I love all that shit. I love all that fall stuff. Particularly New England is like the land of like fall themed shit. And I love it. I love it. It's great. It makes me wish I had someone to share the fun with, but I'm old and alone and will stay that way for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> Very good. I actually, Very um, good. We're living, all in Texas, <laughs> living in Texas, as you know, like I, I left, uh, Last week, like last Tuesday, uh, whatever this drops in time, but I left from uh, 103 degrees and I drove to Atlanta. And as I was watching, like the temperature just dropped my whole drive the whole night because I, I, I stayed like the night uh, for like a day and a half with my friend Jane. Vicious Jane, shouts out. And it was like nice in Georgia. Like it was like 60, 50. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. And then I drove up to Maryland the next day. And it was really nice and cool. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, dude. I'm wearing my jacket. I got a sweater, my vest, all that shit. And then as I drive back down to Texas, like over this past couple of days, it just, I saw the temperature just go mm. up and up. My car just said, nah, 89, like, sure. 90, 112. Welcome to Texas, fuck, you fuck. fuck. And I'm like, fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're still, it's still pretty <laughs> it hot. That, it
1: couldn't have been that cold in Georgia, though, either. I mean, but better it was, than Texas. It, must, it but, you was know, cool. It was just like, dude, hey. That, 80 degrees or something no
0: dude, it was like in the 50s like like in the night well, when I got night, at night yeah yeah. yeah yeah but still i could sit outside during the day no humidity it was like maybe 78 79 it was nice
1: yeah yeah that's what i'm saying 78 that sounds about right uh, like where i'm at it's like 65 during the day it's beautiful and it's cold at night it's fucking cold um yeah, and i love beautiful. it it's, my favorite. it's true i love
0: it it's the that's best right. i know I, been, I Yeah, I I like the coolness, but I'm not shoveling any fucking snow ever again.
1: hmm Yeah. Well, you you did it once and you're you're over That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> but oh, uh, yeah, goodness. I can't I can't stand the heat. I can't stand it. So.
0: Well, get out yeah. of the kitchen. Yeah. Ah!
1: <laughs> 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 Dad joke.
3: I live in Pennsylvania.
0: Sounds like Pennsylvania.
3: But it's, it's, yeah, it's really cool up here. It's not as cool as uh, New England, obviously, with all the, you know, Ichabod Crane and the witches. There's, <laughs> yes, there's so yeah, much,
1: right. no, there's right, so right. much,
3: like, Halloween <laughs> culture up there. Um, well, there it takes, is,
1: like, you know, I'm not that far away from Salem, and yeah, absolutely.
3: We do have, I guess the thing I will uh, represent, because Central Pennsylvania, um, I, I don't. I have no idea if any of this is true, but I want to say that the kind of the haunted hayrides and that kind of thing originated around here in like mm. Lancaster County. I certainly know the biggest one I think in the world is over here in uh, yeah. Lancaster County, the uh, Jason's Woods. Um, but yeah, I remember because you know that f- I don't know when it first started, but when I was in college, maybe 20 years ago, um, you know, we'd go out to that Jason's Woods and it would be like. Literally get on some guy's tractor and he'd be wearing like a a plastic mask from the store and be like, Over here is something creepy. And like a guy in like a witch hat would jump out and (laughs) terrifying. Yeah. And like now you go down there and it's this like intense, like you have to sign waivers and you go into They've just like perfected it so much over the last 20, 30 years.
1: There's some good stuff here too that's like that, like Legends of Fear and stuff. Ah, uh, witches' woods. You know, there's there's some really good ones here because yeah, it's it, it's gotten intense now. Uh, at Legends of Fear, like there's a a moment where you you're on the hayride and you go into a barn, and they just they shut the doors, they close the they they turn the lights off, and you just hear these chainsaws start, and then a strobe light starts going, and these guys with chainsaws jump into the fucking cart yep. with you and are just like in your face. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gotten much more intense than the whole like you said like. Look, there's a ghost, and it's just like Ooh. a guy we, right, right. It's like a fucking sheet tied to a tree. Yeah, <laughs> right. That is fun, though. Oh, hey, boy, yeah. you want
3: to see my new hockey mask and chainsaw? Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, No, they've they've gotten much more intense. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to go that to that. I, I'm gonna we're gonna have to make a, a a date of that. I'll come over and we'll go to Jason's Woods, man. That sounds good.
3: Oh yeah, definitely
1: yeah yeah uh john wayne you can't come uh but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: that's all right i'll just no, edge, I'll just no edge allowed. i can <laughs>
1: yeah yeah well, you're gonna stay at home and edge is that easy
0: yeah i'll just edge until like until you allow me to come
1: <laughs> so steve what do you do like like what what are your favorite like halloween traditions are there certain things you do certain movies you watch or stuff to get you in the mood for it or do you just kind of suck and not do that no
3: i I don't suck (laughs) at all um
1: this is true i know you don't
3: one of uh you know one of my favorites is uh the rocky horror picture show Uh and if it is playing which it's not always the rocky horror show is worth you know if you want to see the stage show right and uh you know usually usually it's
1: tied together where they do the stage show in front of the movie that's what I've usually seen, right?
3: You've That's never like seen mid- like, just the stage show?
1: Well, no, I've never seen just the stage show, but usually like when I was growing up and we would go to the Metro, like it would be people performing the movie like right in front of the screen. So the movie's playing and the people are acting it out at the same time.
0: Oh, no, you have yeah. to see the
3: play. You have to see the play sometime.
0: Yeah, I think, like, with that, like, Chris, because they did that a lot, like, here at um. Uh, yeah, River that's Oaks, the, tr- the River Oaks, like, midnight movie. Like, yeah, that's what they that's do. That's
1: traditionally it, what they do. Yeah.
0: yeah. But it's a little bit different than, like, the actual stage production. Yeah. Like, sure, this is of more like a, yeah. yeah. But this is like, you know, that's a classic thing, like going to the Rocky Horror Picture mm-hmm. Show at midnight and like doing yep. all the fucking, you know, taking the cues and yelling the shit. And right. All that sure. Stuff. Sure. But yeah, absolutely. So that's
1: that's what you do, uh, Stephen, is you, you go see the yeah. Rocky Horror State Show. For
0: those like, not, for if those it's those not there, watching yeah. the
1: video, like if you're just listening, you're not watching the video, Stephen is in full Frankenfurter uh, yes. outfit. right And now. I'm
0: glad you brought that up because it is authentic, dude. Like I, right, you right. Yep. It, right. uh, it's like live. It's like a living, looking into a living snow mirror, if you will. Yeah. Yes. It's uncanny. Uh-huh.
1: It's like I, I thought you were Tim Curry, like when we first
0: you. And that's then. what he actually took the piss break to do. Yes. That's why yes. I pissed his pants because he had to put this whole get up on. He did. I he did. started
3: and, and... out in the Pennywise Tim Curry,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I
3: had to go wipe that off it's, real
1: quick. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like like Rob Halford doing like the quick outfit change during a show. Uh, mm-hmm. And John Wayne, of course, is dressed as riffraff. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's just John Wayne that's just how it looks at all times
0: i am riffraff from
1: the riffraff rap crew oh no i meant riffraff from the heathcliff cartoon but oh that too (laughs) oh fuck we're stupid uh especially me but um no yeah okay so so you like is there a place near you that does it every year
3: yeah, there's a place in Harrisburg called the uh, Midtown Cinema where they'll they'll do that. Or maybe it's the C Pack. No, Midtown's the Cinema, and then there's a CPAC where they do the play the stage show. Mm. But uh and this should come as no surprise to you guys. The the other thing I have to do every year is at least the first 10 or 15 uh Treehouse of Horrors.
1: Oh fuck yeah, dude. Yeah.
3: At at least Kang and Kodos. Uh, in the election, and um you know, time and punishment. Yeah, the, the yeah. Bob
1: Dole Clinton election. Bob yeah. Dole Clinton election. And you've got to have like the the fucking the Raven, and, the Raven, uh, Bad Dream House, and the, like the, all the stuff from the, the original from season two. Yeah, dude, yeah. yeah. No, I Mega totally Man. agree. Yeah, yeah. The whole Mega Man is fucking classic. um No, yeah. I I always go through the the treehouse of horror, and like you said, at least the first ten. I remember growing up, um, I uh, taped it off TV. I had uh, the the first one, the first Simpsons Halloween special. I watched that thing a million times. I was like 13 or 14. And man, I played it over and over and over. I I could do every line of that fucking thing. Uh, But I still, yeah, I watch it every year. Absolutely.
3: We go from Quantum Leap to talking about taping shit off the TV. These kids these kids <laughs> listening to your podcast are really going to not know what the hell we're talking about. No,
1: yeah, all, all two of them aren't going to know. Yeah, like that's what you had to do. There were no DVDs. You couldn't go out and buy The Simpsons. You had to tape it uh, if you wanted to watch it repeatedly, which we did, all three of us. Uh, I remember even, even as late as like the year 2000, 2001, before they came out with like the seasons of the Simpsons on DVD, I would still tape the reruns on Fox, like, you know, like the syndicated reruns. And, um, I would watch it every fucking day. You know, it'd be like five or six o'clock or whatever. And Simpsons would come on. It was usually like bookended by the Drew Carey show and King of the Hill or something, the reruns. And I watched it religiously, even though I'd seen the episodes a million times. And I know you guys did the same fucking thing because you can quote them just as much as I can.
0: Yeah, I did that a lot. Like, like especially when i had in my first apartment in college, um, I like it was like the five o'clock hour. We would just like smoke weed out of like the Green Lantern and watch like you know it's like Simpsons, Drew Carey, Simpsons Married with Children or something like that. Like you know yeah, we would yeah. just watch like two hours worth of that or you know so the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah, but me I, Now, uh, kids, yeah, I, really I actually got, had spent my college years in a great way and uh, <laughs> better for getting it. your education.
3: Yeah. I actually lucked out in college because I went to school in Lancaster. So we got both the Philadelphia channels and the Harrisburg channels. Oh, and Philadelphia played the Simpsons two pack from five to six and Harrisburg played from six to seven.
1: Oh, shit. So You got and double trouble.
3: Usually off set so we could usually watch two hours of Simpsons a
0: night. Ah uh, that's
1: that's a fucking sweet
0: and it wasn't the same two episodes. It was no. a different episodes. Very almost. rarely like
3: yeah. at a certain point, yes, but nice three hundred and sixty days out of the year, no.
1: Yeah, I yeah that's yeah. awesome. You had a nice hookup. Yeah mine it was just one. You would get one a day, uh and then it would be like you know sandwiched with the other sitcoms. Um but it's funny like john when you mentioned Married with children i remember around 99 or 2000 on the local syndicate uh in florida uh they they started doing on um it wasn't fox it was uh fx when fx was new and they had like mm-hmm. no material um they would start married with children at like 10 o'clock at night and it would just keep going it would just yeah. go for hours <laughs> dude it was great yeah um, yeah yeah, that and I definitely taped a lot of them off of that. And then like every holiday, they would have a, a marathon, like Fourth of July and Labor Day. They would always have a married children marathon. And that's where I kind of, I think, started this tradition where every Labor Day I watch like a, a marathon of married children. I think it's FX's fault. I think they're the ones who kind of ingrained that into me.
0: We could sue the shit out of them. You know that? <laughs>
1: Oh, no, I, I think I owe that money. I'm grateful. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine.
1: Right For yeah. uh,
3: stealing the title of your podcast?
1: Yes, we they could choose uh, for
0: that. We did, did steal the title. We did from steal that children. title. Uh, sure. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, boy. You are licensed and bonded by the state. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> hey, well, as we all know, David Fustino and I go way back.
0: So, I, of course, as, no, <laughs> as noted from Cameo.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's great show. Talk to the hand. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how about movies, Stephen? What? Uh, and and, I'm, and I don't mean to corner you. It's just John Wayne and I kind of said everything like we were into last year. So, do you have certain films that you like to watch that get you in the Halloween spirit?
3: uh well i know you guys have yelled at me about this in the past because i'm not a big slasher guy right um in fact i just watched friday the 13th for the first time what the about fuck? two weeks ago yeah i'm that guy um but I, i've always been a zombie guy mm. so for halloween it's like okay time to pull out the night of the living dead the dawn of mm. the dead day of the dead you know Shaun of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, nineteen ninety, Dawn of the Dead, two thousand four. We'll skip over. We'll elite the,
0: the, the Dead, the two thousand eight. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest.
3: You know, Return of the Living Dead and Reanimator, and uh,
1: you
3: yeah, know, even something some
1: that's nothing that's actually like Halloween themed, like say Halloween, Halloween, Trick or Treat uh like stuff like that it's
3: more just anything horror but specifically zombies for zombies specifically I'm, i yeah i'm not sure there's been a great uh halloween zombie movie no I, I don't about think so it, but no. uh yeah no it's it's always been zombie <laughs> <things>. <laughs> or maybe you know another thing would be to dig out some of those old 30s like universal um this is a time of year when I when I would dig up like you know Frankenstein or Dracula. Yeah,
1: or the Universal horror classics. <laughs> Abbott and
3: Costello meet the Wolf Man.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, that is it is a good time for that. Um, I always like to revisit um, Bride of Frankenstein. Um, sure, it's definitely my favorite Frankenstein film. Um, I'm also a big creature from the Black Lagoon guy, but that's yes. not really. But it's not really like Halloween, like, I don't know, it's, uh, it doesn't really fit Halloween for me, but Wolfman, Dracula, like all those guys definitely do. Um, and of course, I am a slasher fan and I I have to watch the, the first four Halloween films pretty much every year. That's kind of a ritual of mine. What were those
3: first four? The H2O and then the Rob Zombie one. Shut
0: the Mm -hmm. fuck up. And Rob Zombie 2 and then House of a Thousand Corpses, the Halloween edition. That's the top four, right? You blasphemers.
1: (laughs) You blasphemers.
0: The fun thing about not being into slasher
3: movies is I still get to hear guys complain about all this stuff. So I know when people are talking about... uh, um jason i just have to be like oh yeah you know jason x and jason takes manhattan those
0: were the best ones and you oh, know you, you could yeah. just get people's goats so easily <laughs> i be like, like uh-huh, those huh yeah you're asking
1: yeah. to be punched in the face with that yeah.
0: yeah i mean you should go immediately go to roy first and then from every everywhere else from there is like backwards so mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. fine roy jason x jason in space mm-hmm. jason in space the the director's cut uh, <laughs> Jason, the New York version. Jason, New York loves you know all those Roy.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what you're saying now, but but yeah, uh, definitely definitely the first four uh, Halloween films and nothing after it. Uh, even though, like as I said before, five and six have, and even seven, I think have some merit. They were misguided and not not good enough to revisit all the time um
3: uh like leprechaun back to the hood
1: (laughs) uh. i love that i think i've talked about it before the show but i love that yeah it was leprechaun six was leprechaun in the hood and then leprechaun seven was uh leprechaun in the hood (laughs) two leprechaun seven leprechaun (laughs) in the hood two
0: yeah it's just so ridiculous the leprechauning
1: And you know what i I, i'll say right here leprechaun in the hood is my favorite leprechaun it's just really funny it's funny, Uh, yeah yeah, it's really funny and and stupid and like they were always stupid uh and but in this one they really embrace how stupid it is and they go all out you know like you got iced tea like with the giant afro and he like takes a baseball bat like out of his afro he's got like a full baseball bat you know and of course you got that great rap at the end that the leprechaun does Leap in the hood, come to do no good. It's just unbearable, like cringe.
0: And, War- like- and see, Warwick Davis had to learn. He had to take dialect lessons and then rap in the dialect of that. <laughs> uh, that so, I mean, so that's a really an accomplishment when you it's think a, about it. He's a true did thespian. He, did he, did he, yeah. he is a multi-talented thespian. Yes, you're absolutely right.
1: Yes, he wasn't Ewok. He was, uh, he was Wicked. He was Willow. He, uh, <laughs> he was with, Willow. He was Wicked, which is the, the one Ewok who had a name. Yeah. Wicked W. Warwick, yeah. I, I yeah, pretty, pretty sh- wicked. T- Eli Wicket, yeah, yeah. Or wicked W. Warwick. <laughs> that-
3: John Lane is laughing like that's not the character's actual name. But yeah, you will it? find out, my friend. You is it
1: the out, name? Oh, my God. It is
3: 100%.
1: Really? Uh, I didn't know I did. that either.
3: Oh, you guys didn't know I was a sci fi nerd, huh?
1: No, well, I we did sci-fi nerd, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that Wicket had more than just that one oh, name. Oh, yes. Oh, it's, yes. It's what now? What is it again? W-
0: Wicket W. Warwick. And they named it after him because he was. Warwick the guy, Davis. You know?
1: yeah. 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 Warwick Davis. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Hmm. Uh,
0: Does he get is... extra royalty for that or something? Or just like. I doubt it. Bragging rights. Got extra
3: craft services. I don't know. <laughs> mm,
0: that's <laughs> okay. not something. To...
3: Like having a piece
0: of cheese. Uh, yeah, they were like, "Here's here's some more uh, cold cuts." <laughs> what kind of cold cuts do you think Warwick Davis likes?
3: I feel like I he like would like Storm ham mm, stormtrooper bologna. Yeah. Stormtrooper bologna, yeah.
0: And like yeah. uh, Wookie, uh, little, little little like,
1: little little Wookie cinnamon
0: rolls, yeah. See, I'm L- talking like I, maybe like is he? You think he's into like an olive loaf or pimento loaf? Thing like an in a spread, you yeah. know, yeah. you could put it on a small bun, Spinal Tap I'm style. And then add thinking, some um,
3: maybe like whitefish.
1: Are Ooh. we really talking about this? <laughs>
0: like what the? That's true. We'll revisit. We'll revisit it. But Warwick <laughs> yeah. Davis has some. He has some eclectic taste We'll say.
3: We'll reach out to the estate <laughs> of Warwick Davis <laughs> yeah. and find out. Is he dead? What his,
1: I, I believe so. Is he? Oh, I, I I didn't
0: think power. so. I didn't think he was. I was I thought he, he was. I, Still out uh, there yeah. kicking. I don't Seems know. like something that I thought he was kick wicked kicking it, you know. And oh then, no, he <laughs> is
3: absolutely still
0: alive. I'm so thank yeah, you. God, yeah. oh man, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was. I was. Because I'm, so
1: I'm still waiting on Willow too. Yeah. Uh, back in the. hood. <laughs> 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 I'm still waiting on that fucking movie. Come on, well, it's, Ron it's Howard. Tied
0: up. Yeah, it has something to do like with the whole Friday the thirteenth franchise too. It's like it's really tied up. Well,
1: I guess they can't bring back Val Kilmer either because he's Yeah, he's,
0: he's dead. Had, Rest in power. Uh, no, he's
1: alive, but he, he's oh. really fucked up. Yeah. Um
0: <clears throat> Well he had a documentary like, made about him. That's yes, but cool. I
1: mean he's on like he has like a voice box, like he's had bad cancer and stuff, so he couldn't really
0: drink the anime, man. I am druggy out man. Yeah. Um,
1: right. Right. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. really do the mad Martin again. Um, That's too bad. I don't really want a sequel to Willow anyway. I didn't really want the first Willow. So
0: I um, love the first Willow. Cool. So, um, it is cool.
1: <laughs> so wicked W Davis. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about anymore. Uh, um, Halloween. Halloween. We're talking about Halloween.
0: <laughs> and i i did want to talk about candy So
1: warwick davis was the best michael myers i mean definitely
0: he really <laughs> was Are you wanted a you bogeyman want
1: to, a bogeyman yes I... uh john you, you you you're getting us back on track thank you uh,
0: I, that's you... okay i yeah i did yeah. want to talk about some candy for Halloween.
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah you know that's uh, a big part of halloween
1: a very big part absolutely um let me ask you this like guys uh like we'll ask our guests first steve do you have a favorite halloween candy
3: i'm gonna have to be a pretty basic bitch and say reese's peanut butter cups full size
1: amen amen yeah Gentlemen. the little ones are all right but
3: the chocolate to peanut butter ratio is off if it's off isn't it full yeah. size you're getting the right amount of peanut butter. yes
1: agreed yeah. it is your ratio is off you know what i really hate is when they do the shapes like the trees and pumpkins oh, no, they're terrible no. like and they you, do like,
3: christmas you, trees and winter and, the, and you're yeah, like
1: yeah yeah you know, and the, the, and the fucking you. for halloween they do the pumpkins and and god they're awful because like like you said, the the ratio of chocolate to peanut butter is off and you don't have the ridges, it's that texture. You yes. need that those ridges. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Reese's if you're listening, fuck your stupid pumpkins. You can stick them up your ass. Um nice. John Wayne, what you have a favorite
0: uh candy? Well, I'm I'm not a huge candy eater. Um just because just or pretend. whatever. But no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm still, no, I'm still, no, I'm, I was, but that being said, I was going to finish, like, I do, I do, like, okay, one of my number one things would be, like, anything, gu- I'm mean, really into gummy stuff, I think that's cool, it doesn't have to just be marijuana gummy, so I'd prefer that, but I do like a lot of gummy shit, um, but one thing, like, that I did try, maybe two years ago, or something, that came out along, around this time, that I was like, oh, this is, this is, pretty tasty were these and and this kind of goes into what i wanted to talk about was like halloween themed candy it's like mm. these kit kats that are green and they're called witch's brew mm. um and they're fucking really good and they only come out on like halloween do um, they
1: taste any different or are they, they just they, green? i don't know do they, they, they taste like witch's brew
0: pay attention chris they're Jesus. green what and does they, that they're,
1: taste they're, they're like not fucking I of Eye
0: new of it, it's yes, I have shit. newt, and there's no, I mean, a. Are they, uh, is
1: it just green number five that's added, or do they? No,
0: it's it's like okay. Let me see if I can find a description. But it's it's. Well, you've it's,
1: eaten it, you don't know what it tastes like.
0: Yeah, but I wanted to read you maybe like a description. It's not chocolate. It's it it's maybe it's white chocolate. It says crisp waffles, marshmallow cream. Yeah, so it's oh, it's marshmallow cream. So oh. it's like a marshmallow flavor that's right. it's coated in, and inside it's like the cookie but it's got like maybe a fruity like a strawberry taste or something like that mixed in not just like the regular kit kat cookie thing right and uh but it's only comes out on halloween time and i've seen this they have the other ones like cookies and cream twix which i saw in the in the gas stations because i told you i've been driving like all i've seen all these crazy candies in these gas stations that i've been stopping at and that's right. one right. of them right uh, these two Twix, like the witches brew I've had, I've not tried this cookies and cream one, but it has pumpkins on it and it looks like it might be good. I don't know, but I do appreciate when they theme a candy in in a way, because I feel like it's like a, they're taking like a swing like Taco Mm -hmm. Bell does where it's like, Oh, here's a fucking chicken, uh, gummy bear taco. And you're like, well, they really took a good (laughs) swing at it. You know, it wasn't good, but at least they're trying. (laughs) Right.
1: Well, uh, okay. Um, uh, I, I you know I've got to agree with um, uh, with Stephen that uh, the the full size Reese's pieces to me that's the Halloween candy and I think a lot of it has to do with the wrapper too when you get those singles and it's like the 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 matte you know fucking like that 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 fucking r- the orange and brown seventies that they have not changed since I was a kid uh, I have like a Halloween jar that's that my mom used to have and like now I have it. Because I stole it from her when she wasn't looking. No, nah, actually, she's you know she's dead. But uh, anyway, I have it, and I always stuff it with Reese's Pieces, even though I don't eat it candy that much. I always have to stuff it with with that at Halloween time, just to have that kind of nostalgic feel. But I do love yeah. Reese's Pieces. They're they're great. I mean, I like um, chocolate licorice a lot. I'm a fan of, mm. but that doesn't that doesn't feel like Halloween candy to me at all. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have that same that same feel. But we were talking a little bit about this before the show, and I said, oh, stop, stop, we'll save it for the show, because uh, we have to brawl a little bit about uh, candy corn, because, S- Stephen, you like this shit?
3: I love candy corn. Now, I want to clarify a couple things. First of all, I'm talking about the regular orange, yellow, and white. None what? of this orange, yellow, and brown shit. know, no. Just the orange, yellow, and white candy corns. Mm-hmm. And none of this pumpkins, oh, the pumpkins taste the same. The pumpkins do not taste the same, mm-hmm. but a regular triangular candy corn of the correct colors is a beautiful
1: (laughs) what the fuck like how does the brown taste any different
0: the brown it's like maple or some shit like the regular ones are good it has different food color yeah
1: but is it supposed to be flavored differently is it like like you said maple or chocolate or something yeah it's supposed to be something like that because to me it all tastes like absolute shit it all tastes awful it all tastes like crystallized sugar. In, in the shape of a cone. See, um, I know you
3: grew up in New England with your Boston Brahmin. Oh I like, didn't grow up here. Poke my finger <laughs> and blue just comes right the fuck out. I didn't grow up. Send, send Jeeves down to the <laughs> to the supermarket with the poor's to that's bring us all, back. That's, to,
1: that's yeah. all true about with New England. But I'm, that's all true about New England, but I'm not from here originally.
3: <laughs> but those of us who had to grow up in working class towns... In the uh-huh. rust belt. Yeah, right, right. Dying right. places like Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We were got our candy corn and we were happy to have it.
1: Right. Well, I actually grew up down south poor as fuck. So uh uh so I wasn't this blue blood. Uh but so
3: so how would you feel I, if I went, Oh, boiled <laughs> peanuts, fuck you boiled peanuts you know Thank that's you for your service that's what so you're, you're taking, doing second so class
0: lieutenant
1: go no go ahead couch. but you know like you know the the only thing worse is uh uh circus peanuts those are an abomination those are fucking horrible but no like i i want to like candy corn i do because it it it's like so tied into fall and halloween but i think as a kid i i liked it a little bit but was never my favorite but now like as as an a, a, adult it's like it just is tastes like pure sugar to me it has no flavor other than sugar it just ah it's just terrible but you're right the pumpkins are worse i i think there's a theme here whenever they try to shape a candy
0: into a pumpkin it turns out like fucking diarrhea and the it's pumpkins just, are like kind of waxy too a little yeah
1: bit. yeah very waxy but candy corn's fucking waxy it's like candle wax and sugar put together
0: mm, my favorite
1: I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like this
0: shit too, huh? So okay, tra- so- yeah. it's not bad. Like, I don't hate candy corn. Um, mm-hmm. like, I actually, even had some this past weekend at the convention and at at Monster Mania, and I was like, yeah, I still like candy corn, it's pretty good.
1: It's a very polarizing candy. Like, people. Either oh, I like thought you were gonna about it. to say
0: Polish candy and like make fun of like our fucking no. Polish no. guest because no, he's got a Polish old. flag in the back. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, like, <laughs> uh, you jumped to that, not me. I was saying it's polarizing in that. Uh, you know, like people either love it or hate it. There's no like, like people like, well, I guess no, that's not true. Because John Wayne just said that literally just said that he's kind of like, yeah, it's
0: okay. You know, like, it's good. I but. like it. Yeah. I'm not like, uh, I'm not going to turn down some candy corn. Right. But right. I also so like, like it. fuck that shit. You know? Yeah. Uh, I will definitely
1: turn it down. I, I don't have a vehement yeah. hatred towards it.
0: Uh, it's not but That's cool.
1: It's just not good. It's just awful. And a lot of people I, feel that way. Um, you know, people with good taste. Like feel that way about it.
0: Nice. Oh Got yeah, it. if they're
1: from
3: like ancient Victorian Vermont and they <laughs> yes, yes, come down from their manses to mingle actually, with the peasants. Actually, if peasants, <laughs> take your candied corn and be gone from me.
1: Be gone. Actually, in New England, people like love that shit because it ties into that whole fall thing. Uh, no, like it's not hated here. It's hated by me, Uh but no, it's just. I mean it's hated by some people like I said but uh no I don't know what candy you think people are doing with eat but...
0: <laughs> dude what about some pierogies with candy corn in them or that anything like that—that would be, that. be kind of good. That
3: sounds pretty awful, because I think
0: that's <laughs> like we, instead we make of potato <laughs> or cheese for the filling. It's best yeah. How, how
1: about or hot, or how about this? a or fucking this. hot pocket? Full <laughs> of candy how corn. about
0: how about listen, hear me out? Candy corn and pepperoni hot pocket. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, man. that might be good because sweet. You know how like you get that sweet yeah. and the savory together. So the pepperoni, like
3: chocolate covered
1: pretzel. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Oh, God, that's, that's just terrible. That's awful. Did you guys know that you can order a 26-pound gummy worm for your Halloween party off Amazon for $160? Did. Is,
1: that, is, is that all? You did? No, really? And I,
3: I wrote one of the reviews for that. Did you Not really?
2: <laughs> Are you serious?
3: <laughs> there, there was a period where um oh, yes, at, funny me. Amazon reviews were a thing for, like, totally. the 50-pound uh gallon thing of ky jelly one of them was right. the 60 pound thing of gummy worms or, or the um, pic,
1: or the pink and the little thing pens.
3: of uranium
1: that the pink big pens that were just for women just, just for women, women. pens yeah. yes yeah it was like yes. thank god like there's finally a, a pen for me i just couldn't even hold those other pens for, too for guys. big and manly for <laughs> <me. Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> right right yeah okay. no, I, so I, I actually one
3: showed up in one of the best... Oh, I wrote I wrote reviews for all of those, and I showed up in one of the best ofs for the uh, microwave cookery book from the 70s.
1: No shit.
3: So somebody was like, oh yeah, his is one of the best reviews from that. And I was like, yes, if something goes wrong, just put it back in the microwave for 30 seconds or whatevs.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but what did you have to say about the 26-pound gummy worm? I mean, because uh, there's a picture oh, of this guy yeah. wearing, there's like a m- muscled guy with an A-frame <laughs> shirt on. OK, you're not allowed to say wife beater anymore, but it's that kind of shirt. And he's got it draped about his shoulders as if he were walking around a music festival with a real snake. And then he's also yeah. got the tail in his mouth almost kind yeah. of seductively. And he's looking at the camera. Yeah. You wrote a. You wrote a review for this scummy worm. I think so. I'll have. to. Find what did it. you have to say about that?
3: I, I I will have to find them all for you. You know, mm-hmm. gems like these don't come for free, gentlemen.
0: No, whatever. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah we, uh, You join my is, Patreon. No, I was just gonna say it's your Patreon to get those. Uh, there's also
0: zit poppers. Wait, there's, there's uh, I, like fucking gummy zit poppers. These look disgusting.
1: No, that sounds pretty disgusting. I don't even know what the hell that would be. It's
0: they're, they're like gummies that are like kind of yellow and they have a red thing on top. And then, like they're full of uh, some,
1: some some like some cream, yeah, cream-looking
0: so substance. Yeah, exactly. Ma- mush, exactly that.
1: Marshmallow. I like that, do You like yeah. Uh So it's not okay to say wife beater with that shirt anymore because that was kind of the one of those funny that's things gone, that's where gone it's gone
0: like from it a time ago.
1: I've never heard anyone complain about it. That's what one of the things that was so funny about it is that, like, how is this not offensive?
0: Because people would just call them wife
1: beaters and. Even women would call them that and not care, you
0: know. Yeah, they're called A-frame t-shirts these days.
1: They were always called that. It was wife beaters was the slang for it. I've never heard anyone be like, That's offensive. Although I would expect that because people are sensitive about everything. Um, I, I just thought we could still get away with that. I'm still gonna call them that. So
0: I don't give a shit what I mean. I'm just saying.
1: Life beater, uh, wife beater, wife beater. So yeah.
0: but like these zip poppers it says oozy sticky goo filled really, gummies we're,
1: we're back to this Fuck.
0: i'm talking about candy this is, this halloween. Is, he's this trying is, to get you this is, man.
1: this is the stupidest show we've ever done <laughs> we're talking about fucking gummy zit candy
0: i thought we were talking Jesus. about candy it's halloween no, i'm trying to find I'm, the weird there's I'm boxes of boogers you, too
1: i'm not faulting you I'm, these I'm not, kids
0: like... These days, they have gummy fries where it's fingers in a fry box. Gummy well, they, always,
1: they always had shit like this, though. It was like, oh, gummy I spiders know. and like all like gross things. You know, boys always like things that are gross. You know, you, we would get that kind of like, you know, that that slime that was like snot and throw it on uh, girls and stuff. You know, like, yeah. Uh, I remember uh,
3: back like, your parents were talking about back in the 60s when they had like gummy cigarettes and shit
1: that wasn't even just the 60s dude they had that when i, I was a kid i had yeah. candy cigarettes yeah absolutely oh there was, and there uh two kinds. There you know, two what we kinds, had was that
3: yeah
1: go ahead i was just there was two kinds one was where like you would like it was like a chalky candy where, like you would eat the cigarette and the other one was gum in like a paper wrapper yes. and you could like actually like blow it because it was like the powdered sugar you could blow the 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 powdered sugar out and then you were left with this gum that tasted like shit but you could look cool like you were smoking. Yeah yeah
3: and then they had big leg chew. Uh
1: yeah I used to eat that too. I think they still have that shit don't they? Yeah I used care. to get that too yeah <clears throat> but those were then the Joe Camel days where you could yeah. totally push cigarettes on children. Good yeah. times. Good times. Yeah and that's why we all smoked because Joe Camel told us to
0: well and also wasn't he a relative of to chester cheetah which we kind of also i think
1: i mean they both wore sunglasses i think were they they related i think they were kind of in the same at least in the same neighborhood as the california raisins you
0: know oh you think they all lived in one neighborhood together that would be the most coolest neighborhood ever smoking (laughs) cigarettes singing doo-wop music eating cheetos fuck that would be great dude God damn it. I feel
3: like the Noid would show up to bring their pizzas, but he would be kind of from the other side of the tracks. He, he'd no,
0: but he would be cool. He's the villain, dude. He's. No, the Noid would come in, and they, first he'd be like trying to raise havoc, but just because yeah. like he doesn't know, because he doesn't have any friends, and they'd be like accepting of him, they'd be like, Noid, you don't have to do this, man. You can hang out with nah, us. No, no, no. All right. Comes, Come sing no. with the raisins. He yeah, come sing Pete's. with the raisins, man. Fuck
1: that. Fuck that. He's he's fucking ruins pizzas. He's got to be the villain. Yeah, you, know, you gotta have a villain in every story, and he's it's the Noid. Uh, and so you uh, you see why I'm saying this is the stupidest show we've ever <laughs> done. We're talking about the Noid,
0: Kozenuzki, debating
1: debating if he's good
0: or bad. I mean, I think he has the potential to be good. It's have you like seen this? Rich,
3: it's like a um. Uh, the Grinch or a uh, Scrooge kind of heel face turn at the end you know
0: exactly like the rock yeah. um have you had this blackberry cobbler candy corn I'm looking at this right now no it almost seems like it would be good like okay. I know like at first kind of like black, yeah. You know, but it's, it looks like I don't know I'm gonna try it all right. I'm I'm looking at all this Halloween. I'm telling you, Halloween themed candy is insane. Like they no, really it's take, huge. They yeah, really they, take some, it's some risks, you know. It, yeah,
1: it's it's huge. They've gone totally overboard with it. And like every candy brand, like Kit Kat or Hershey Bar or whatever else, uh has some kind of this is a spooky chocolate bat or some fucking bullshit. Yeah, they all do. They all do. I Take yeah. those
0: big swings, man. I love it.
1: And these fucking candies, they come out in August. It's like, go oh, fuck yourself. It's like, like, it's it's 90 degrees. I don't want your fucking spooky bats, you know? And then when you try to get bats, them, eh? And then when you try to get them at Halloween, it's all the fucking Christmas shit, you know? Like, retail is so far ahead because they don't want to be left with any leftover product. So you have to buy your fucking Halloween candy in August, you know, if you want to have any for fucking Halloween. It's a fucking travel mistake.
3: And this is all coming from the guy with the personal shopper and all the domestic staff, and he's complaining about having to buy shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm rich somehow. All of a
0: sudden, <laughs> do you ever get those little debbies that are shaped like a like a Christmas tree? No, those I are know good.
1: Them. They're not though. They're they're, they're horrible.
0: <laughs> they were good when I was in sixth grade, though. See, I, I would never today. No, that's never. what
1: I'm saying. Yeah, they're fucking horrible. Yeah, no, no. Um, uh, uh, yeah i love that we're talking about this shit because uh, like, we we all don't really eat it
0: <laughs> so the candy's good though and i mean i don't have a lot of trick or treat okay i know i know we got to land this plane but i don't have a lot of trick-or-treaters anymore in my neighborhood <laughs> and i I'm, live in a I'm semi-decent jumping out the neighborhood fucking plane at this point. but i've but i'm just saying like the last few years like i have bought a bunch of candy to give out to kids because i want to sit out my porch and have my door open and i have halloween 3 playing and like whatever like give some candy but no one fucking comes and it's like i'm giving out good candy i'm gonna buy good candy you know why because i have nothing but disposable income i'm stupid as hell and that's what i'm going to spend my money on so but no kids come anymore you live in the middle of the woods chris i've been to your house no one's coming to your house no one comes to my house because i'm in the
1: middle of nowhere but no uh, like when i when i lived in in north carolina before i came here uh i did a, a whole huge haunted house i like had a whole graveyard and everything set up animatronics and everything uh and the kids would come out every year like crazy they loved it uh and i went through a ton of candy but yeah it is it is an issue uh in, in some places that aren't like rural like mine uh where like the kids just don't fucking do it anymore And i think part of it has to do with the helicopter parenting issue that we have now where the parents just want to keep their kids safe uh and i think it also has to do with kids growing up faster now where they're just like that's lame that's for babies dressing up for halloween you know they'll, they'll be fucking 10 years old and they'll say that shit you know um whereas you know like when we were younger it's like we would do it as long as we could without being beat up
0: (laughs) yeah yeah but even like i've seen um you have the parents that walk around with the kids with like pulling Mm -hmm. a a wagon full of booze with them and shit like that's kind (laughs) of gone away like living like with my with my like ex-wife like and where we used to live, like on the other side of the neighborhood, like that was the the few Halloween's I lived yeah. over there. It was like it was intensity, in 10 cities, as far as like mm-hmm. kids just been dropped off and parents with right, like wagons, right. like getting ripped and just yeah, like, there, there,
1: there is that, uh, but that's, but that's, that's, that's gone that's away,
0: the, that's like gone down, well, I think. Lately. Well, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, well, uh, what I think it, it really is though is I think it's like this, uh, where like now with the parents with the kids, and I am definitely the, the expert on this, having no kids myself, um. I really think that it's it's really though. I think it's like these this thing where like it's about having all the kids together in one place and having like a party uh, where they do trunk or treat or they trunk do like or the, the, yeah or they do the rich neighborhood like you were saying and they all just like converge on one place rather than just going door to door in their own neighborhood. Uh, I think they're, they're like, like let's, let's go to
3: old man Triana's. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah, go right. to right. old on his
1: house, man. <laughs> Compound. <laughs> yeah, they definitely don't come here. Uh, but but no, they do. They, they go to like like the, the little gated community, like the little or, you know, like nice little, you know, white upper class community to, to, to trick or treat. Or they just have these like get togethers. They have these like parties, you know, like and like they just do a Chuck E. Cheese style thing where it's like, hey, we've got games and fun. And and that's the Halloween, like the, the trick or treating of your uh you know is is gone like the stuff that we grew up with like running and that was like that was the real fun of halloween it wasn't just like getting the candy it was running around in the streets in the dark dressed as batman and dracula and shit like that was the real fun of it and like you know this like the autumn leaves and it's cold and you're like all that shit and you go to the house to house and some of the houses were decorated and they're really scary you're scared to go up there like all that stuff is really going away and it's and it's sad and it's sad and alarming i tell you
0: it is very sad, actually. Sorry. This old chunk
1: of coal doesn't like it.
0: <laughs> maybe we could all live in a compound similar to the Triana compound, but all of us together. And then we, it's nah. a city of Halloween all the t- No, okay.
1: Yeah. No, nah, I don't want
0: anybody living here. And no, no, not in your house, but it, it's like a neighborhood that's a compound. And you're, maybe yours can be up on the hill. No one will be connected to it. Well, a, bunch, we of all people, celebrate a bunch of people
1: living together and celebrating like, in the same mindset. That's called a cult.
0: Yeah, let's, we should do one of those. Yeah, you should like, it up.
1: You're talking about a three's company. company. Yeah. No, you're we talking should do about a three's company company like a wacky uh,
3: landlord. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, you
1: know, a situation where people don't knock. They just walk in. You're doing, Come and knock, like, yeah, yeah. We're like, hey, John Wayne, how you doing? And you're like, like yeah, sign- no, yeah. work today was bullshit. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, or whatever. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love yeah. it. Just I'm into this, dude. With the candy and shit, though, too you know we got that candy corn bowl out the,
1: yeah you gotta have the candy corn
0: apparently yeah
1: you do though like that's part of it like but but like like you can't really hand out candy corn because it's disgusting it's just, just like loose, well not you single know? you can't <laughs> hand out
0: loose candy corn to people i mean just, that's just take just
1: a not... spoon here you go
0: that's some sugar so,
2: want, some, yeah.
1: want some cream no <laughs> <laughs> Oh All right, gentlemen. Well, I I think that wraps up this ridiculous episode talking about candy. (laughs) Um, uh, I I definitely want to thank our guest, Stephen Kosinowski. It's been great having you, man. Uh, And, yeah, we definitely want to have you back again. Uh, The book is called The Broken Down Heroes of the Western Front. The Western Knight. The Western night. God, I was so close. I don't have it in front of me. I was so close. That was better that than was you your John first Wayne. mistake.
0: The <laughs> yeah. Western Front.
1: <laughs> All quiet kind of on the
0: Western Front.
1: Better than you. You, I know. Call it you, are,
0: but, you are better than me. You better well, than I, me. We,
1: I, well, we obviously.
0: But, established uh, that. Yes. yes,
1: many times.
0: You, um, are, be- you are my better.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, anything else we want to say before we wrap up? I love you. <laughs> you know what I did say? Western <laughs> front. I was really, I, I, you know what it was? It was all quiet on the Western front. without a screwed was? up. Yeah, yeah. That's what got me screwed up. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Broken, uh, broken records on the Western front.
0: <laughs> Check it out. It's out now. <laughs> Cause it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, it's, a,
1: it's okay for me to screw it up because no one's listening at this point. They've tuned out when we start talking about candy corn.
0: I, I don't think so. That. I think that was really the beat of the episode. Yeah, you know, it was past the that, tip. It was right. That the was the cum shot
1: right there. Yeah,
0: mm, it was. Yeah. sure. Sure. The extended cum shot. All right. Get a second <laughs> there. Anyway.
1: All right. I, I, I love you guys, and we we'll, and we love you listeners, and we'll see you all again soon for more Halloween.
0: spooky.